What happens to the things you own and the people you love when something happens to you? Well, if you don't have a plan in place, who knows? Any card can play, which is why it's important that you have a will and a state plan so that you can leave the things you value and the people you love in the right care. I'm Kalila Reynolds, and it's time for another episode of Money Mondays JA, brought to you by Proven Wealth and Bulwark Insurance Agency. Before we get started, don't forget to like this video, subscribe to this channel, and click the bell icon so you can be notified whenever there's a new video. Also, subscribe to my newsletter at kaliloreynolds.com where you can read a full transcript of this episode. One of the most significant factors in estate planning is a will. I'm sure most of you are familiar with this term. We hear it all the time, especially in movies when the rich auntie leaves behind houses and property for different members of the family. But wills are not just for wealth transfers. It's actually a legal document that sets forth your wishes regarding the distribution of your property and the care of any minor children. It can make provisions to transfer your property regardless of how small it may be when you die or to manage your assets if you become incapable of handling your own affairs. I know this is something that most of us don't like to think about, but we really do need to plan. If something happens to you without a will, your wishes may not be carried out. What's worse, your heirs may be forced to spend additional time, money, and emotional energy to settle your affairs after you're gone. And who wants that, right? So how do you plan a will? I'll break it down for you in five easy steps. First, identify yourself as a testator. A testator is simply the person making the will. You should be over 18 years of age and writing the will without any undue influence. Your will must state that it is your last will and it should revoke all previous wills that were executed before. Next, you need to appoint an executor. The executor is the person or institution responsible for distributing your assets upon death according to the instructions you've outlined. When you're selecting this person, ensure that you choose someone who's honest and responsible since they will be the only one with the authority to execute the terms of your will. Next, ensure that your assets are accurately divided. Who are the benefactors of your will? Are they each receiving an accurate percentage of your financial assets? Are you paying your executor as well? What amount are you giving him or her? An important tip, name an alternative executor in the event that something happens to your first choice. Next, validate your will. This means signing it in the presence of two witnesses who are non-beneficiaries of your estate. Those witnesses will also be required to put their signatures on the will in your presence. Lastly, review and save. After the will is validated, ensure that the names of everyone on it are legible, dates are accurate, and that everything is properly distributed. Double check for errors since a careless error could easily invalidate your will. So what's the cost of all of this? You will need to factor in attorney's fees and executor or administrator's fees. The executor or administrator's fee is 6% of all monies that pass through his or her hands during the execution of the estate. 
So if you're transferring a total of 3,000 US dollars, you'd need to pay the executor 180 US dollars. When a person passes, his or her assets may also be subject to certain estate taxes. These include transfer tax and stamp duty. Transfer tax, for example, is 1.5% of the market value of the real estate and shares as at the date of death. If you establish joint ownership of your assets, however, if something happens to you, those assets automatically pass on to the surviving joint owner without the need for a formal transfer. So if you've made up your mind about who you'd like assets such as property or stocks to go to, if something happens to you, you should consider joint ownership of them. Obtaining life insurance is also a highly recommended step. Life insurance can save your loved ones from expense and even ensure that they're taken care of if something happens to you. The proceeds from such insurance policies will be paid directly to the named beneficiary upon death and like joint ownership, there is no need for a formal transfer. I did an episode on life insurance, including some of its living benefits. You can also find the link to that episode up here or in the description below. So will and estate planning can protect beneficiaries, it can protect your young children, it can spare your ears from taxes, and it can prevent family messes. You've all heard about those. The bottom line is if you want your assets and your loved ones protected when you can no longer do it, you should look into getting a will and estate plan. That's it for this episode of Money Mondays JA, brought to you by Proven Wealth and Bulwark Insurance Agency. Follow Proven on social media at We Are Proven and visit their website, provenwealth.com. Check out Bulwark at official Bulwark JA on Instagram and online at bulwarkja.com. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Kalila Ray and on Facebook at Kalila Reynolds Media. Now here's what's coming up on Taking Stock. Is the Uber really coming to Jamaica? The US ride-hailing service recently invited Jamaican drivers to sign up on its app, but the Transport Authority says they don't have permission. As far as I'm aware, Uber has not been granted any approval to operate public transportation services in Jamaica. The Transport Authority is not in receipt of any applications from Uber for that service. And later, the analysts swain on the latest market developments. With Uber's planned expansion into countries like Jamaica, is the tech company a buy for investors? I would not recommend for any investor to overly expose themselves into this particular stock. Meanwhile, financial institutions have gotten the green light to resume full dividend payments. What does it mean for your pocket? It means now with this allowance from the Bank of Jamaica, it means that those persons who had in excess of 1% are now able to re receive those dividends that were declared from last year or for dividends for 2019. We'll discuss. Now don't forget to like this video, subscribe to my YouTube channel and sign up for my newsletter at kalilareynolds.com where you can read a full transcript of this episode. You can click the link in the description box below. I'm Kalila Reynolds. Let's get this money.